Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello ladies and welcome to a brand new episode. I have a the smallest member of the clique currently attached to me, um, my daughter Serena or Cece as we often call her. Um, she's going through a bit of a phase where unless she is in the baby carrier being held by me, she just screams insistently. Um, so at the moment she's fallen asleep in the baby carrier and I'm kind of hoping that she stays that way so I can actually record this podcast for you guys. Um, But anyway, there we go. Mom life, entrepreneurship life. (laughs) That's how it is. Um, For this episode then, I want to discuss how we can really break the habit of living by default rather than by design. What I mean by this is this habit that we get ourselves into of just thinking in the same way, doing the same things, being faced with the same kinds of fears, being um, you know, affected and impacted by the same kinds of worries and anxieties. Therefore, we keep creating very similar types of outcomes in our life. And I've seen this play out not just in people who haven't done the work, but people who have actually been working on their mindset, working on their energy for a while, they still can see these repeated patterns of behavior that they know and recognize are keeping them playing small. So I really wanted to tap into this um, today with you guys and actually give you a small but powerful, actionable piece of advice at the end of this episode. So as I said, many of us live by default rather than by design. So we run on autopilot. And we often actually do this from the very moment that we wake up. So think about what your ritual is when you wake up in the morning. Do you, you know, think about your problems? Think about the things on your to-do list. Some people may have a powerful morning ritual, but again, it's perhaps become just a routine that we do on autopilot without really giving much intentional thought to it. So for the moment we wake up, we're on this sort of autopilot programming. And this programming then creates how we feel. So if we're waking up and we're thinking about our problems, it's going to make us feel stressed. It's going to make us feel anxious. If we're thinking about all of the things we need to do for that day, it's going to make us feel overwhelmed. And these feelings then impact our thoughts because we can't think greater than how we feel. So if we are not feeling amazing, that's going to limit our thoughts, how creative we can be, how expansive our thoughts actually are. Now, we all know that our thoughts are what shape our future. So if we're starting our day from this very limited set of thoughts that are available to us because of how we are feeling, that's going to limit what we're then able to create within our future. 
If we keep feeling the same way and keep thinking the same kinds of thoughts, for the most part, we're then going to keep creating the same kind of life. And then when we're faced with negative emotions, what do we tend to do? Think about how you often respond to your own negative emotions. The common trend here is we do whatever we can to distract ourselves. So maybe it's getting up and first thing you do is you check your emails, you scroll through social media. I've often found that people that have started to do the work, they almost use their mindset routine as a distraction tool. Using that routine not as a way to actually tune in, but actually as a way to zone out. And they kind of tell themselves, convince themselves, well, you know what, I'm doing the right things because I'm meditating, I'm reading something that inspires me. Or, you know, I am, you know, I'm saying these affirmations, but actually the routine itself has come a autopilot programming that they're just doing without really bringing any sort of conscious thought to it or any emotion to it. That emotion part is important and and that's something that I want to discuss actually in this episode. So whether it's, you know, grabbing the phone, checking emails, WhatsApp, you know, whatever, this routine reaction, it brings us back into the rhythm of our daily life. You know, maybe then we're going to make a coffee, watch the news, tidy up, rush around, get everyone ready in your family, get yourself ready. You know, this routine then becomes our automatic way of being. And what happens when we do this time and time again is that autopilot program becomes our identity. Now, the majority of who we are is this subconscious automatic program, which is just running on rinse and repeat. Now, the conscious mind, which is the very small tip of the iceberg, it has the ability to make all of these big, bold statements about what it wants in life. I want to do work I love. I want to be successful. I want to have, you know, money in the bank. I want an amazing relationship. I want to feel free. I want to be, you know, financially wealthy. But the truth is, every single day when we wake up, we are living from the same identity. Even, and I'm speaking even to the people who think I've got this under control because I'm doing my morning ritual. Are you doing that by default or is it something that you're consciously stepping into with emotion? Often we are... I definitely am guilty for this. I've, I've in the past, I've found myself just kind of getting into this, what I thought was a really great routine with my morning ritual, realizing that it had just become another distraction tool, another way to sort of distract myself from my problems or how I was feeling. So these automatic programs then are what creates our identity. And, you know, what we then do is we keep producing pretty much the same kinds of experiences, relationships, finances, everything stays the same within our life. Our future perpetuates our past. Now there's a way out of this cycle and it's not just as simple as starting an intentional morning routine because I've done this and I found that it helped for a short while but as soon as that came because you know, an automatic doing it on autopilot, rinse and repeat kind of routine, I found that it stopped having the impact on my life that it used to. So it's not just be about being intentional. But there is a way out of this cycle. But my message to you, first of all, is do not wait until 
the pain or suffering is so great before you decide to change. And I say this again from my own experience, because when I first discovered the power of being intentional about, you know, how I was starting my day and who I was being and the identity, you know, especially first thing in the morning, I'd waited until I'd hit my rock bottom to decide to actually change my life. So I've shared this story before, but, you know, a number of years ago, I found myself in a place where I felt incredibly lost, incredibly confused with my purpose in life, what I wanted to do, what my career was. I was doubting what my potential really was. I was staying in a relationship that completely trashed my self-worth because I was so afraid of being alone, spending money recklessly and all the things that didn't have any real meaning to me, you know, as a way to numb myself to the pain that I was feeling. I was drinking too much. I was eating very little, over-exercising. Again, I was using all of these avoidance tactics to hide how I truly felt about myself. And it was only when I felt like I'd really truly hit rock bottom emotionally, spiritually, physically, that I thought, you know, this cannot continue. And so I committed to change from that place. And, you know, what has followed since has been the most profound chapters of my whole existence, what I've been able to experience professionally in my finances, in my relationships, how I now feel about myself. My, my whole life was taken to this whole new level. But it got me thinking, you know, why had I waited so long to make these changes? Why had I just been living on that autopilot for so long and it took me to get to that rock bottom before I decided to wake up and really sort of change who I was being. And, you know, this is the same for many of us as well. We live our lives on autopilot and it often takes for a crisis for us to wake up and say things need to change. And I found this same pattern again when, you know, I made changes and I started a very powerful morning routine and I was doing it to the point that it did become you know, just by default, I was doing it without even thinking of it, it become an automatic programming to the point that there was no emotion behind it. And again, this part is important, the missing piece, the emotion behind what you are doing, not just the intention. And again, I found myself in the same pattern where I waited for a crisis point within my business before I woke up and realized, okay, I need to get intentional again not just in terms of what I'm doing, but how I'm feeling as I'm doing it in terms of my morning ritual. And it took, again, that that crisis point in my business to really sort of make changes. But why wait? And this is what I keep kind of reminding myself now, like, don't allow yourself to get to that point of crisis before you make significant changes in your life. Because I think to myself, well, if I was able to create all of this amazing things from that place of rock bottom. Imagine what I'm able to create if I'd have started everything from that place of joy and inspiration. What is available to you if rather than starting your journey from a place of pain and suffering, you're able to start it from that place of joy and inspiration? This is the message here that I want to share with you is that, you know, often change takes you know, something drastic to happen in our relationships, in our health, in our career, in our finances, before we truly fully commit to embracing change. So my kind of one underlying message through this podcast is just don't wait to start. Now, interesting fact number one about humans is that we are 
I've talked about this before, we have something called negative brain bias. We are hardwired to seek out the worst case scenario. For the very first humans that walked on this planet, this was a way to survive. We had to expect the worst in order, order to be alert to danger. Now, I'm I just sorry, I have to interject this podcast because my daughter is snoring and I, <laughs> I really hope this isn't ruining it for you guys, but she is fast asleep on me and I, I am not disturbing that. So apologies if you can hear her little snores in the background. Um, so, you know, so we have this negative brain bias. Now, unfortunately, even though we don't have all of these threats, you know, to our survival anymore, we still operate in the same way. And out of all of the millions of possibilities and positive outcomes out there, we will always manage to focus on the worst case scenario. And this obviously then puts us in a state of fear. Now, the second interesting fact about humans and about how we're hardwired is that we like what is known to us. We like what's familiar, emotions included. We like the feeling of familiarity. It makes us feel safe. It's predictable, right? Even if we know it doesn't serve us, familiar means safe and predictable. So when we feel things such as stress, fear, anxiety, worry, you know, even though we know those things don't make us feel great, they make us feel something and that something is familiar. The stress, the worry, the fear, it becomes our emotional home. It's almost like we become addicted to thinking about the worst case scenarios because it allows us to feel the emotions that feel familiar to us. And then we condition ourselves to just keep producing the same emotions again, again, and again. You know, it's that familiarity. And then when our conscious mind says, I want to make changes, it's often not so simple because subconsciously we keep reverting back to what is known and familiar. This is why so many people find it so difficult to change. We like to revert back to the familiarity. So when I started my business, a good example of this is I told myself I didn't want stress. But stress was my emotional home. It was what was known and familiar to me. So whilst I thought, you know, being my own boss meant I was in complete control of how I worked, my workload, that subconscious mind kept bringing me back to the familiarity of stress. So what is the solution here? We need to be able to break the pattern of who we have been and connect with the future identity of who we really are, you know, who we really want to become and the life we really want to have. You know, we need to not just be able to see that future identity, but connect with it emotionally. And this is the emotions part that I was speaking about earlier. And this is often the missing piece because we just go through the motions of our routine. You know, we get up and maybe the, the motion is scrolling through Facebook. We're doing it on autopilot. But the same can be true for mindset work as well. We're just doing it, but we're not really being fully present with it. We are just going through the emotions and we, you know, think of it as another thing to tick off our to-do list. I feel, you know, I'm proud of myself today because I read something that inspired me or I meditated. And actually that meditation was maybe you just going back to sleep for five minutes or maybe you thinking you're meditating, but your mind is actually wandering elsewhere. You know, so it's kind of convincing ourselves we're doing all of the right things, but really there's, there's intention there, but it's not emotionally charged. Now, the third really interesting fact about the human mind is that the brain finds it very difficult 
to distinguish between events that you've imagined and events that have actually happened. So if we are able to imagine our future self, who we are, how we show up, what we feel, what we experience, what we create, we are essentially tricking our subconscious mind into believing it has already happened. And remember point number two, humans love to seek out the familiar. So if we can rehearse our future and make the unknown feel familiar, we are then going to feel safer stepping into that reality. And let's think about it here. When we're thinking about big desires and dreams for our life, they feel scary because they are the unknown. Let's say, oh, you know, I want to be this really successful, confident business owner. On the one hand, it can feel exciting, but on the other hand, it feels terribly scary because it is unknown. And it feels unsafe to go there because we just don't know what potentially could happen if we went there. But by making the unknown feel familiar, we feel safer and more confident being able to step into that reality. Then we can take visualizing our future one step further and actually teach our body to feel the emotions of that future identity ahead of the actual experience. Okay, so it's one thing to be able to think about your future. But when you're addicted to a certain set of emotions, those emotions keep trying to get your attention. So this is why sometimes we often think about our big dreams. We're often met not with excitement, but with fear. You know, will this work for me? What if I fail? We can connect with the vision, but then before you know it, we are back in the same cycle of negative thoughts again because we're addicted to that emotional pattern. And I often see this play out with, you know, obviously my my work that I do puts me in contact with a lot of people who are at the beginning of their journey as a coach, starting a new business. And they come into it with all of this sort of excitement about what is possible for them, what's available to them, you know, the, the life they want to create, the business success they want to have. And it's often that very quickly in those early stages, they can revert back to the same cycle of negative thoughts because they're addicted to that emotional pattern, just reinforcing who they've been previously. You know, they keep gravitating back to what is familiar. And so a part of the work we need to do at this stage is to kind of break that pattern. But it's not just about being able to see your future. That's almost the easy part. Some people do struggle with this, being able to see what is, you know, what they would like in their futures. Some people struggle to see the dream house or them as successful or them as wealthy. But for the most part, that is the easiest bit, being able to visualize that vision. But to connect with it emotionally, what does that future really feel like? That's the thing that people struggle with. Rather than feeling the emotions you're used to feeling, stress, worry, fear, can you connect to the desired emotion of that future experience? And not just that, can you do that and maintain that emotion? So these are the two often missing pieces of the puzzle. Being able to connect to our desires emotionally, but not just a fleeting emotion. Not just the emotion whilst you're visualizing or whilst you're sat in meditation. Are you able to come out of that experience and maintain that emotion as you go about your life? Or does, let's say, your mindset routine end and you're very quickly back into the same cycle of negative thoughts? 
Ask yourself this question. If you're somebody that's doing mindset work at the moment, are you able to not just get into that emotion, but also maintain it? Because if you're not, if you're going back to those negative, familiar emotions, before you know it, you're back where you're started. And this is why we see often the pattern of people starting something only to then give up again. And then they go back to the beginning and they get, you know, sparked with that inspiration again because they can see the vision in front of them. But they can't connect and maintain the emotions of that vision the negativity creeps back in and then they're, you know, they're back again, back where they started. Okay, they just keep creating more of, more of the same. Now, there is a tendency to believe that our lives, in order to feel a certain way, we have to have a certain experience. So how we feel is dependent on our physical reality. To feel love, we need to find a soulmate. To feel wealthy, we need to have the money in the bank. To feel successful, we need to have evidence of success. But if our emotions are a product of our current reality, then our future is created by our thoughts, which are created by our emotions. Life is then just a cycle of creating more of the same. Think about that. If then in your current reality you're experiencing lack, you are then just going to create more lack moving forwards. Now, we often like to blame things outside of us as to why we feel how we do. We hand over our emotional power to things that are external to us. This person made me feel like this. You know, I feel a lack of wealth because my work doesn't pay me enough. I feel unworthy because this person treated me in a certain way. I feel angry because this person treated me in this, you know, this certain way. We blame our emotions on things that are external to us. And sometimes there is a lot of comfort (laughs) in keeping yourself in victim mode. You know, if somebody, if we, you know, if we can blame somebody else, it sometimes feels easier to blame, you know, something or someone. But when we accept that we are the creator of our realities and we have control and power over our emotions, we take back our power. Now, I want to come back to this, this whole idea of like maintaining this emotion, because this is the missing part. And there's something that I want you to actually try to kind of get yourself off that autopilot programming, especially when it comes to your mindset work. So the solution here for, you know, changing who you are being, it's first of all, being able to see that future identity. But then it's also then being able to act from that future identity by connecting with that future emotionally and then being able to maintain that emotion, emotion, you know, as consistently as possible. Now, how many of you listening to this right now have almost got into a bit of an autopilot routine when it comes to your mindset work? So maybe at the moment it is the thing that you do first thing in the moment in the morning. And it's almost something that you do by default. You don't even have to think about it anymore. Now, you've perhaps already felt the benefits of doing this mindset routine and I, you know, I'm not going to deny that getting up every morning and being intentional about what you are giving your attention to is very very powerful. But how many of you then continue to go about your day 
doing what you've always done or coming back, reverting back to those same patterns of thinking, those same negative thought cycles. So what I would like you to do if you found yourself in this place is to think about when you're actually doing the the routine. Because it's very easy to kind of keep getting up each morning and do what you've always done. But what if you switched it up and actually in the moments that you need it the, the most, that's when you bring yourself back into the routine. So breaking the habit of actually when you are committing to your, your meditation practice or your mindset practice. You know, if you already, let's say, meditate in the morning and this is your norm and it's just something that you're doing by default and perhaps it's feeling good for you, but it's just something that you're now doing on autopilot. What if you switch that up and started doing it in a different part of the day? So this was something that I found myself doing, actually, and it worked very, very powerfully when I found myself reverting back to the same old familiar pattern of stress, of overworking myself, of getting anxious. You know, these emotions, stress and anxiety, they had become my emotional home. And so even though I was getting up first thing in the morning and meditating, I would find myself throughout the day coming back to those same fears and worries and, you know, continuing to be the same person that I had always been, even though, you know, that mindset routine was helping me, it wasn't a lasting change. Okay. And so what I did was I decided to integrate my mindset work into my day in the moments that I needed it the most. So in the times that I was getting stressed and overwhelmed, my internal voice was saying, right, you just need to work harder now. You just need to get stuck in with this, put everything else aside and you just need to focus, work hard and that's gonna get you to where you want to be. So in those moments when my body, my current identity was trying to keep me back in that identity of somebody who has to work hard to succeed, somebody who needs to stress in order to succeed, I was kind of cutting myself off at this point and saying, no, you're not going to do that. Instead, what you're going to do is you're going to sit and do nothing. You are going to sit and you are going to meditate for half an hour, for 45 minutes. And of course, my identity wanted to completely resist that. The internal chitter chatter was telling me, you don't have time to do this. You don't have time to just go and sit on, you know, your yoga mat for an hour and do nothing because you've got all of this stuff to do. In those moments, that's when you need to break the pattern the most. Okay, the moments when you're getting dragged back into that old identity. And so by doing that, by honouring, you know, myself in that moment and saying, look, okay, I'm going to take myself onto my mat and I'm going to sit and meditate, even though my mind was this endless to-do list, I was getting into the identity of who I wanted to be. Not just seeing myself in that future identity of somebody who was working in a way that was calm and relaxed, but actually emotionally putting myself in that identity as well. So my invite for you then this week is how can you break the identity of who you're being in the moments that you need to, okay? Not just kind of getting into this autopilot routine with your mindset work, but bringing it into the day, you know, in the moments that you need it the most. And again, think too how you are connected to that future identity emotionally. A big part of the work that I do with my own personal clients is this emotional aspect. It's very easy to see your future, but can you really feel it and can you maintain that emotion moving forwards?
So the maintaining bit, that's something that's it's going to take a bit of time and a bit of work. But just see if you can try, first of all, just to connect, even for a brief moment, with the emotions of how you would be feeling had, you know, your future life already worked out for you. Stepping into that future and thinking, what is it going to feel like when I get there? Even if it's just for a brief moment. So I hope this gave you some wisdom to start your week with, ladies. And again, a sorry for the little snores and grunts you may have heard in the background. Wishing you all a wonderful, wonderful week. And I will catch you on the next episode. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.